Hello. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Welcome back to our podcast. You're not even that fucking funny. This schedule doesn't exist, but we're gonna just post whatever the fuck we feel like it. <laughs> and you're gonna like it, and you're gonna listen to it, or you're not. I don't fucking care. <laughs> Do you, bitch? <laughs> Bye. No. <laughs> Live your best life, guys. Live your best life. If uh, you're in school, oh, that's Mayo. If you're in school. Working a job full time and you can't record your podcast every week, that's okay. Live your best life. Just do shit when you can do shit, yo. <laughs> as long as you don't neglect it. This is our sorry excuse for not having posted in like a week. <laughs> yeah, but we busy. Like, we got mad shit to do. You work, you go to school, I'm working. Shout out, becoming an assistant manager. Bitches be busy. <laughs> But yeah, like we got shit to do. Like we still gonna cater to the things that we need to do, and we like to do. So, but we're here. Exactly, we're here, guys. We're here this week with episode number six. Is it six? Yeah, I think so. We'll, we'll check later. Let I'm it. sure it is. <laughs> we're really trying to like think about what platform to put these episodes up on, and you know, just trying to make it so that. Our opinions are heard. And things by are accessible. Other people, yeah, and that they're accessible. Yeah. So if you can recommend platforms, because I know Bandcamp is one, but recommend platforms. That I want to get on, on Spotify for sure. Like, yeah. I want to be able to upload on there and stuff. But uh, we have to, like, do it on a different platform. Yeah. It's a whole thing. And I just, don't know how people upload to Apple Music and shit like that, you too. Have to, so. It's like a whole... This is probably boring for everyone else. <laughs> so let's get to what we were going to talk about today. Today is is a lot. There was a lot going on. So, like, where do we even start? Because I don't even know. Like, <laughs> There's just a lot happening in the news. There's a lot happening on social media. Everyone um, has been talking about a lot of things. Yeah. So that's something like, where do we start? What do you want to start with? Honestly, I wish there were, like, things that I could watch right now that would, like, help me forget about all the things that are happening in this world. I feel like sometimes it's super necessary to have, like, an escape and, like, watch something that's going to make you laugh and, like, not think about the things that are happening and just, like, mindless TV. Mm. I know a lot of people, like, hate stuff like that because they feel like it's just, like, dumbing people down. Which, I guess in the context of, like, if you, if it's, if it's all you do to occupy your time, then yeah. But sometimes you just need, like, like, a space to just, like, not think about shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a similar concept. You watch a scary movie and you need to watch something funny afterwards to escape from that shit. Oh my god, yes. So it's like, if anything, like... Not to, to touch on the topic too harshly, but if uh, anything's been affecting you or bothering you or triggering you today based on like what's been going on in the news, and you're listening to this today, I hope we make you laugh, or you're watching something that does make you laugh today, just escape from social media, escape from shit in the news that's making you fucking upset because you don't need to be upset. Yeah. 
What just, is something funny that's happened to at, at work for you that you think would make someone laugh? Oh, God. I don't even know. This like, is, tell me about the kids that you're working with. Like, I, like I know... I'm trying to remember if anything's funny, like, if anything funny has been happening with the kids. Okay, so tell me about that Mona Lisa drawing that you posted on your um, Instagram story. Oh, my God. So, yeah, I... These (laughs) kids... Well, that's that's a segue into it. These kids have such a fascination with death far beyond my comprehension. Wow. That, like, I'll go into work and we could just be talking about, like, something really unrelated, just just art-related or... Just, oh, what did you guys do at school today? And they'll just start talking about death and creepy things and they, the still ongoing obsession they have with Pennywise eating children. And I, I don't swear to God, I think Pennywise is real. And they're in our kids' dreams, guys. I don't, he's not fucking Freddy Krueger. Like, I don't understand. Like, I don't know what it is with these kids. Like, I have even told my manager, like, while the kid, like, I tell these things to the, to the kids to their face. I'm like, you guys are so morbid beyond your years. And I don't know what they could possibly be going through that they just, like, are so creepy for lack of better terms like they just say that they see weird things and i'm glad that artistically that like influences what they do because i feel like my impact on them that they've been more creative in terms of like how they express themselves on paper so i'm glad that that outlet that they have in art is like turning into something cool because i had posted a picture of like a mona lisa coloring page that i gave one of my kids and she started giving it like red like goth death makeup and like yeah it was like going down her nostrils and i was just like yes my impact but also like i hope you don't turn out fucking weird because kids are so impressionable but like are you not fucking weird no, i i am but like i just hope that the impression that i leave on these kids when i work with them is that they turn into like cool kids not fucking weird kids <laughs> because like i'll have one that just like crawls under the table and is trying to like scare other kids and they try to go out of their way to scare me and i'm just like we're here to do art not be fucking (laughs) weird yeah (laughs) like i don't know how to explain it it's just like i get kids are like developing their personalities and stuff but like sometimes they just concern me and it's not a concern like oh i need to talk to their parents it's just like you guys are a little bit creepy like do you see ghosts should we contact (laughs) somebody is that how it goes kids see ghosts sometimes kids see ghosts sometimes i mean kids i'm pretty convinced that my fucking place will work is haunted and like a lot of my co-workers oh, do tell uh there's a light bulb in the back that flickers and makes noise only when you're by yourself there what the fuck and a lot of my other co-workers including some some that have quit before they quit had like told me that they like see like stuff in the peripheral vision that's so fucking weird there's supposedly a mouse but like i only see it in the corner of my eye and it's a shadow but then when i check where it went it's not there so i don't know john might be haunted cookie from the cookie jar fucking ghosts it's the mouse it's the ghost (laughs) i don't know man it's just weird like what I wouldn't want to instill any fear in you living by yourself here, but have you experienced anything whilst living alone? That's I, okay. oh my god, kind it's of partic- so weird. weird that you say that. Okay, so <laughs> um, <laughs> so there was this one time, like a couple weeks back, where 
can't remember. I don't know what I was doing in the kitchen. And then I just went into my room and I wasn't doing anything. And then all of a sudden, Maya looks in the direction of the cabinets. Is that what they're called? Cupboards? Yeah. Cupboards above the sink, mm-hmm. right? And he was like barking at it. And I was like, what the fuck? So I go up and look and it's open. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like my memory is kind of shit. Like my short term memory mm-hmm. is really bad sometimes. So I was like, did I leave that open? And I just like lit a candle and I just was like, please, if there is mm-hmm. anything here. Go over to the other side. Leave. You're dead and you need to go. And, like, after that, I was like, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, the place where Because you- in my... I'm sorry, but, like, in yeah. my head, I was like, yeah, I left that open. Mm-hmm. I left it open. There's no way. Because there's nothing in this space that has ever made me... And I've lived here for, like, a year and a half now. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing in this space, necessarily, that's made me feel in any way, shape, or form, like... Well, shape or form? Shape or form... Mm-hmm. That there's, like, something that's not human here. So, then again, you have to think that around here used to be a landfill, and God knows what the fuck was buried in the landfill. Listen, I'm very much aware of that, (laughs) and I try not to think about it at all. (laughs) But my mom told me this morning, actually, uh, because I have, like, all my art supplies from college under a table in my kitchen, Mm -hmm. and... The way that everything's organized is kind of like a Tetris, like everything's like in a certain spot kind of shoved in and like in a vertical way, like my palette box, like the shit that I put my palette paper in is like shoved into everything. And my mom was in the bedroom and her bedroom is farther than mine. Like You know, her bedroom, like my parents' bedroom is like farther than mine, but she heard a noise in the kitchen. I didn't hear a noise at all. Yo, honestly, you have like... A really good sense of hearing, too. I know. So it's just like, I didn't hear anything. You hear shit that I don't so hear. She comes, I have a really good sense of smell, but you have like a really good <laughs> sense of hearing. Yeah, so I didn't hear anything. And she apparently heard something in the kitchen. And she comes running back to me. And she's like, Jenny, your art box thing. Like, she didn't know what it was, how to describe it. She's like, it's literally in the middle of the kitchen on the floor. Just that is flat fucking down. creepy. And she's like, you know the way that it's tucked in. Like, just think of it as like a book in a bookshelf with other books. Yeah. It's just tucked in so imagine a book just f- coming out and just laying flat on the floor like how did it come out and she's like i'm not gonna touch it she's like you better go fucking take take pick that shit up off the you floor better go get some holy water sprinkle it on first and then grab but it. always weird shit like that is happening in my house so i don't even like bat an eyelash at it we always think it's somebody who like recently passed just bugging us and shit oh fuck i'm trying to think of like see this is a thing my mother um i think even my sister has express like having like weird situations or instances in their life where they feel like they've experienced something like supernatural or whatever but like me personally I don't know like I just don't feel as though that's energy that comes around me because I feel like I live in a very um, I don't want to say like ignorant space sometimes but I like to think if I were to say like life is levels Mm -hmm. right like the living the purgatory and the dead i like to think that i'm like living very much at the highest level of life Mm -hmm. because 
I don't think about those things. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's almost as if it's not attracted to me. Therefore, it doesn't exist around me. Mm -hmm. Whereas like my mom and stuff like has had like multiple like situations in her life where it's like, this is weird and I saw a dead person no I mean it, like, it's kind of plausible too because a lot of people who do see shit like that or experience shit like that have either had like near death experiences or they talk about that energy like a lot or you see like we don't me and my parents may not necessarily invite that energy into our house but whenever it is uh, something that we think about or like kind of goof around about we do talk to whoever we think is there so like it's and it's also the thing that like my mom has gone through a lot or it's like near death for her and is that you or him what that smell what it's he, like a rotten I think or... he farted because while we were talking he made like one of those like side oh sounds and God, that, right after that I smelled it egg and like I was like egg, he bro. farted he farted so bad and he's all comfortable over there and his smell like oh, yeah bitches reaping it so gross he likes to do shit like that when we're not paying attention to him he was like y'all could smell my shit yo Mayo just farted so bad <laughs> how dare you accuse me of egg <laughs> look at it look you at know it. what it was what? it was like that little I left like at least like seven of the seven of those treats in mm-hmm. his bowl, and, and they already smell mm-hmm. like they're smelly treats. They're not really ones that I like to give him at all because mm-hmm. they just smell aesthetically. Mm-hmm. And I think that's might that might have been what it is. Hey guys, here's a poll: Have you ever farted yourself awake? <laughs> I don't think I have. Have you ever farted? Look at him! Look at him! I wish you guys could see him just rolling over, like y'all smelling my farts. No, he's like, <laughs> "Why are you guys talking about me? I fucking hate." We're putting picture. Here. We're putting. Yeah. Why am I talking? Like I have like oh, the fucking oh, headphones. Oh, let me on. take a picture and we can put it in our artwork. Yeah, we're gonna put a picture of Mayo just chilling on the fucking the little cover art today, so y'all could see Mayo. He's our special guest today. He's always our special. Oh, he's posing. Oh, he is posing. He's oh coming closer. <laughs> Mayo's like low-key a model. Yeah. <laughs> like, Mayo has really nice features. Like, if he um, cared about his looks at all, <laughs> he could be a model. Like, he could model, like, dog clothes and stuff. But because, um, you know, he goes for, like, that shaggy look. Yeah. Like, that Hawaiian, like, surfer. Like, I let my beach waves kind of sit on me look. <laughs> um, Question, is your dog a fuck boy? <laughs> I'm sorry, but he just did, like, the weirdest thing. Did you see that? What did he do? He, he, just, like, he, just, he like, was stretched, and then he was, like... Okay, so you see I had back. my leg up, though. How am I supposed to put it down? Because he laid under my leg while it was in the air. Okay. Guess this is how we chillin'. Move. He'll move. Just pal. My God, poor thing. I don't have my weight on oh. him. He's just uh, chilling. Is he a fuck boy? Um, yeah. If he was he a human, would he be a fuck? Boy? I think he is because okay, this is the thing about dog owners that I feel like we know, but everyone else who doesn't have a dog doesn't. Mm-hmm. Is that like people who don't have dogs will be like, oh my god, he's licking me, must like me or whatever. Like they'll just be like, oh my god, he came to me, he must like me, he must like my energy, and it's like no, he, they're selfish. Um, they're like attention. <laughs> And you could literally just like be anyone, and he would probably yeah, do this. Like same you're not thing. special. You're not for special. A dog's attention. And like dog owners know this, and that's why you'll just see like 
when people approach like a dog and their dog owner, the dog owner is just like, whatever. Like, can I just finish washing my dog, please? I'm like, <laughs> washing? Can I finish walking my dog? <laughs> Jeez, I like. I don't have a speech impediment, but like I'm just stupid. I produce too much saliva. Okay, <laughs> I'm just stupid. I'm just no, we can't, we can't do that. <laughs> we'll get canceled, canceled culture, guys. Oh my god. Um, no. Um, yeah. So people who don't have dogs, just so you know, dogs don't give a fuck. Okay, they just like attention. Word. Me too. You could be Trump, and I feel like oh uh, no, not that, not me too. <laughs> <laughs> Because oh, if I was a dog and I saw Trump, I'd be like, oh, I'm gonna I'm piss on you. Damn, yo. Like, Trump must really like himself, though. Trump is president, y'all. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? Um, I'm not gonna speak on it because I don't want to be flagged by the FBI we're and I don't gonna, have secret service coming to my house. Out in, here, out in here, in my universe, Trump is not president. <laughs> if we speak it into existence, it will happen. So Trump is not my president. Hey, there's, I just a, um, there's an Instagram page that's called uh, "A Girl Has No President." So mm-hmm. I think it's like a. Wow, Mayo, you are so rude. You are so rude. Come here. Damn. Shut up. Shut up. Thank you. God. <laughs> Boy, if you don't. <laughs> Um. Yes. What about girl? Me, girl yes. with no president. Oh yeah. So I think it's a play on um Game of Thrones and of the fact that she doesn't like Trump. Because okay. <laughs> it's like um, I think on Game of Thrones, uh, I forgot the saying is, a girl has no name or something mm. like that. So. Yeah, I think it's just a play on that. Um, oh my god, I love the way the mic sounds in my ears because I have the headphones on and I can like talk and I hear the way I sound. I'm glad so I'm good. not listening to that right now. <laughs> Ew, that's when I would exit the podcast. <laughs> Goodbye. Because I don't, I don't, I still to this day don't understand how people are comforted by the sounds of people eating and shit like I'm that. I'm so sick too, so like. I am definitely sniffling this yeah, whole episode. Me too. Episode. You don't hear me fucking going every five seconds. I hope y'all like the sound of my congestion. Word. Because my sinuses that turn are you on? fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that shit, um, that, that is, I didn't go into, because I said, I said <laughs> me Sue, breathing hot. <laughs> I said Sue text earlier about, what's her name? Tiffany Haddish. That's how you pronounce it. she apparently has this fucking like thing that she does to keep her from getting sick or to cure like colds and shit like that where she drinks a teaspoon of turpentine and if you're not familiar with what turpentine is as an art major or anything like that it's literally fucking paint thinner that she drinks a teaspoon of and some people put in capsules because she swears by this remedy that it keeps her like healthy and vitalized and if she's sick she takes it for a cold you're literally ingesting poison and it's like I get it back in the day people used to fucking drink whiskey and all that shit and give it to their kids when they had colds or absinthe but I can see how like what's the difference okay so let's really think about this for a second is that what it's called? Absinthe? Absinthe is just alcohol. Right. Just so, yeah, exactly. So, let's think about it. 
chemical compounds. <laughs> Let me blow your mind right now. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, absinthe is literally alcohol, right? It's a it's a freaking uh, compound that you're putting in your body that you really shouldn't be. It's a toxin. But so why is all alcohols though? Huh? But same for all alcohols, like right? But we don't drink rubbing alcohol. Absinthe isn't rubbing alcohol. I know, but I'm saying it's the same compound, right? But we, one of them we drink and one of them we don't. What's mm-hmm. the difference between paint thinner that we use, turpentine and turpentine, right? Yeah, but my And thing- the, the one that she takes, like, I don't know. I'm just questioning because I question. Yeah, but it's in terms of something that's safe to consume. Alcohol I, isn't safe to it's consume. Also thing, it's safe to consume in certain doses. Turpentine no. isn't at all. Like, turpentine should not be ingested. Alcohol we don't know is something that. that we've Google ing- it. I've lit. Google is right now. Does research you right now? I already googled it. That's why I'm bringing it up. It's like you're not supposed to fucking ingest it. You're not supposed to ingest alcohol. But it's your body expels it for a reason because it's a toxin. Yeah, but alcohol is gonna kill you in certain doses. If you take turpentine every fucking day, that's literally gonna. Well, she's not dead. So what's uh, what do you think? See, oh my god, look, it's so funny that you say this. So, it says. Somebody said, is it safe to drink turpentine? This is not a health food. Don't drink it. Okay? So, Tiffany Haddish, heads up if you're listening. I really don't think she's drinking turpentine, though. I think she may think she's drinking turpentine. No, I literally, it's something that she's sworn by, apparently. Okay, so it says, I enjoy back feet. I, what the fuck am I saying? I enjoy feedback from readers. Yes, there's the regular hate mail accusing me of a big pharma shill. Okay, I'm just going to skip ahead, skim. Okay, one of my most fascinating experiences was a stint working evenings in a pharmacy that happened to have a large natural health focus. It's there I began to scrutinize alternative medicine more closely because it was virtually all the stores sold. Homeopathy, ear candles, copper bracelets, and salt lamps were all for sale. It was if it was unproven, proven ineffective, or defied some laws of physics or chemistry, this pharmacy probably sold it. But the customers loved these products. I was dumbfounded. Some would buy dozens of supplements costing hundreds of dollars per month on the advice of their natu- naturopath. Nah. I don't want to mispronounce this and what sound like an it? idiot. Naturopath? Naturopath, right? I can't see it. Where it's right it? there. Oh, no. I guess that's kind of all you say. Okay. Um, let me just skip ahead. Because I get it. People use holistic fucking medicines and natural medicines, but like, I don't think turpentine is a natural medicine. Okay, okay. So... A reader writes, a friend has been taking turpentine orally orally as ordered by her naturopath to remove candida from her body. Which is the yeast. Okay. She claims she has been transformed, more energy, losing her fat, etc. Would you like your comments on this? Do you have any info about it? There are a couple of questions to sort out here. The first is the safety and efficacy of the oral consumption of turpentine. The second is scientific evidence supporting naturopathic beliefs about candida infections. Turpentine, natural perhaps? Safe? No. You may have used turpentine in thin paints and clean brushes, which is its most typical use. 
Turpentine is an essential oil distilled from pine tree and sap, so it does have, quote, unquote, natural origins. The major active ingredient in turpentine are aromatic hydrocarbons called turpins. Terpenes, terpines, terpenes, T-E-R-P-E-N-E-S. Natural chemicals widely found in essential oils that provide the aroma and flavor of many everyday products. Yo, I love the way turpentine smells. I Low key. Okay, anyways. <laughs> like the hint of pine resin you taste in your IPA, in your IPA, excuse me. As you might expect from the poison lab label. Wow, I can't read. Label on a bottle of turpentine. Consuming turpentine can cause hydrocarbon poisoning. As little as a single tablespoon of turpentine can be fatal to a child. So, just keeps talking about it. So, yeah, it. If, she, if a tablespoon could be toxic to a child, like, and you're taking that every fucking day, you, that's probably wreaking havoc, more havoc on your body than it is helping you. Because in the same concept, like, it's a drastic... I'm sure she has been told that. It's good for I know, but it's like the, in the same drastic t- way that like uh, something that's good for you can also kill you. Like how if you're like, doing radiation, like it's killing the good and the bad cells. Yeah. You're probably inputting something in your body that's fucking like killing good and bad things. And you're thinking it's doing good for you until you yeah. fucking it is, I mean, get I'm not, sick. I'm not sitting here advocating for Tiffany Addis uh, drinking turpentine at all. I just, Why do I you just start don't... whispering when you're talking? <laughs> Why do I start whispering? You, you'll talk loud and then you'll go like this. Yo, you do this like every episode. You just call out me talking. No, because you start like you hear me every cause you day. Start, Cause you start up here and then you go back down like this, and I'm like, that's just how I am. It's just how I am. And you have to remember, I'm the one with the headsets on. So if I think I sound too loud, then I'll probably just be fucking quiet. But then I'm like, I can't hear you. <laughs> too bad. So why are we having a conversation if I, I can't can barely hear, hear myself unless mm. I have the headphones on? Oh, okay. Jeez! Now this whole podcast is gonna be me and you just like whatever talking about dumbass shit. Well, you t- whatever. My point li- was everyone who's listening tell us if we too loud or too t- low. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like I really like talking like this. But I can't hear you. I'm deaf. <laughs> Wear your headphones then. Like what the fuck? <laughs> then I'm gonna start speech jamming. Um. So yeah, I'm not advocating her drinking it. I just, I just have always thought that like. Just look into shit. You know what I mean? Just like look into it. But also don't just fucking take shit and think it's gonna fucking heal you. Exactly. Because that's the whole fucking there's the all the same report that was talking about that was talking how people use black salve and black salve is like literally fucking so dangerous for people to use because people put it on things that they think are cancerous and they think that it's removing like the, the cancer from their but it's body. Just like killing your but cells. they're just killing the skin cells and just they're left with craters in their face. Ooh. Like there's a man who literally died on fucking YouTube. You watch him video to video, literally dying in front of your eyes because he's treating the can like cancer on his neck with Ooh, uh with black salve and you see it coming out but he's just deteriorating because <sighs> he's not treating anything so gross he's not getting to the root of the cancer or anything so it's like Ew. don't go to if you have access 
Go to a doctor. Do not treat things holistically and then fucking make yourself more sick. So don't be out here drinking turpentine to fucking get rid of your cold. Go get some Robitussin. Put some Vicks on it, bitch. (laughs) Go put some lean on it. At least fucking go to your fucking stove and inhale some damn hot water vapors and help yourself before you drink turpentine. Wow, how did we get here? I don't know, but it's just... Well, because we're both getting sick and... Yeah. Well, I'm not out here drinking turpentine. <laughs> I have some. I'm not drinking. It's <laughs> fucking drinking turpentine. I have some turpentine. Well, if you feel the need. I would never do that. First of all, I can't even remember to take a birth control pill every day. <laughs> okay. What? I'm like the most unhealthy person ever, I think. Because I just, like, I don't take care of myself. Tell them how you thought you were. <laughs> Tell you were what? taking one pill and you were taking something else. Oh, oh no! Oh, no! <laughs> That's how you okay. know. Okay. So, <laughs> so <laughs> okay. You have to disclose what if you were I actually won't, taking. I, won't, I, won't, I, won't. I don't. I don't care about that. Yeah. I, I mean, okay. So, I don't know if everyone has like just a drawer full of like all the drugs that they have like saved up because they never finished. Or, like, their Tylenols and their Benadryls. Well, guess what? I do. <laughs> so, ew. That wasn't even funny. Um, so, I have a drawer where I have all that shit. And one night, I just had this, like, absolutely horrific sinus headache. Because I have had, like, sinus issues, like, for the past year. And sometimes, like, I just don't get it. I feel like I just don't get enough oxygen to my head. So, like, I get a headache. And it was so bad. It was like really late and I just wanted to go to sleep and get to work the next the next day. But like I just couldn't take it anymore. So I said, okay, let me see if I could find something because I knew I didn't have like Tylenol anymore because I like ran out. But I knew I had like some like like super strong like painkiller from like stuff that's happened before. So I'm in the drawer and I'm looking and I see um a pill, a pill bottle, and I read, like, the last four letters. It's, like, Lepram, right? I'm like, oh, Lepram. I was like, oh, this must be, like, my acetaminophen or some bullshit. Like, I don't know what I convinced myself of. And it was, like, a small pill. So I should have known because I've, I've only ever taken, like, small pills. Um, like, they were white. So I should have known what they were. I know what they were. I'm not going to disclose what they were because it's just, like, stupid. But... I took it, and I was like, okay, cool. I took this painkiller. Oh, I thought they were um, painkillers that I got in from when I got my wisdom tooth removed, but they weren't. They were like an antidepressant. I won't, you know, whatever. People figure that out. And so I took it, and I thought it was the wisdom tooth painkiller. And an hour passes by, and my headache doesn't go away. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I'm in so much pain. Like, this pain, this pain is so bad that headache must be so bad because my fucking <laughs> wisdom tooth painkillers are taking it away. So I'm like, okay, my sinuses, let me see if I have any. Oh, fucking Mayo. He just, like, unplugged it. Anyways, I was in the middle of the story. <laughs> so if that break is weird, that's why. Um, So I thought it was my wisdom painkillers painkiller and after an hour and the pain didn't go away i just assumed that the headache was really bad Mm -hmm. so i go back into the drawer and i take a benadryl 
And because um, I figured, you know, at least it's my sinuses. If it's like allergies, like my yeah, allergies will go down. Yeah. So I take it. I feel better. And I uh, go to sleep. And I don't go to work the next day because I just didn't get enough sleep. It was like four in the morning. So mind you, it was really late when I took that first pill. Anyways, it must have been like three in the morning. Um, so I wake up the next day and I'm like, oh, I need painkillers because I'm still in pain. My headache didn't go away. Um, and then I look and I see that it's a Lepram. I'll just say Lepram. <laughs> so it's an antidepressant, basically. And I'm like, fucking hell, why do I even still have these? <laughs> like, I was like, I thought I, st- I stopped taking these. And then I was like, fucking, I'm an idiot. And I just realized I didn't ever take the fucking painkiller. I took a fucking antidepressant. And I'm just like, what the fuck? No wonder. <laughs> I didn't even feel a little less sad. So you couldn't even make me feel, no, obviously I didn't have Person, it's not gonna make me feel sad. That's a joke. <laughs> ha ha. But I should have known. Why am I still depressed and I have a headache? <laughs> Damn, this headache is so bad. I'm even more depressed. Um, so, so yeah. And the thing is, is that the uh, painkiller, the acetaminophen, is like acetaminophen. 30 to 300 milligrams, something like that is what it said, is like way bigger of a pill than the antidepressant. But I mean, when you're sick and you got... Yo, I was in so much pain. Like you want to take anything and it's like you grab the first thing you see. It's like, it's a pill. It's going to fucking help. But don't do that. Oh my God, one time. <laughs> one time. <laughs> okay, so we all know that like allergy pills um, are both pink right so i remember i took a pink pill in my drawer of pills once i'm thinking it was benadryl but it was actually not an antibiotic but i think it was like antibiotic (laughs) i'm not not saying it was one of those pills but i know like in my experience because a lot of people who have vaginas have probably had a yeast infection the pill that's for the yeast infection is a pink pill (laughs) why did it so I'm not saying that that's what it was. I'm not saying that it was lot, there's either. A, there's a lot of pink pills. There's if a you were a girl or whatever, you had a yeast infection before. <laughs> no, you know what it was? It wasn't a yeast infection. I think it was like a urinary tract infection. Yeah, I think the, that's what you meant to say. The cranberry pills are like a reddish pink too. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> No, honestly, I don't know if it was that. No, yeah, like I have cranberry pills too, but I don't know if it was that. It was like step the pussy up. It was pink pill though, and it was like it looked like the Benadryl packing. 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 It looked like the were you packing? Um, it looked like the Benadryl package because it um was like that foil thing and mm-hmm. you know so it wasn't like a pink pill in a bottle or anything Dude. damn you tired or whatever yeah yesterday was a long day nigga i'm tired too <laughs> damn <laughs> i can't yawn let the people know i'm sleepy anybody out there sleepy like this uh if you're on the sleepy side yeah uh, um, shlump. Also, honestly, I, I don't want to knock Shane Dawson's fucking storytelling, but his fucking series get me tired because they're so fucking long. And that's how I segue into Shane Dawson. So if you don't know about Shane Dawson, he has been making a lot of like docu-series on fucking YouTube, giving these like redemptions to very like problematic youtubers and the reason why i say redemption is how i'm going to segue into this conversation with you because we both watch shane dawson's stuff 
Yes. And I don't hate him or anything, honestly. No, no, I and I find him. his docu- I find it interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting. But the perspective that I've been seeing from a lot of people, and I kind of agree with, but at the same time, <laughs> like, what people need to understand, especially if they ever listen to our podcast or anything, is that, yes, I take serious uh, accusations or, like, any, any going-ons, like, very seriously. But I also kind of just keep it at face value that this is entertainment so like i don't fucking like go like i don't like stress myself out over like the problematic people that he fucking um that he talks about so like not personally not a big fan of jeffree star like whatever like i'm not gonna go out of my way to like actually watch jeffree's videos and stuff but you see he did like the the video about jeffree star's life and like who he is and what he's gone (laughs) through like (laughs) Sorry, I was being Laura Lee for a second. <laughs> no, so it's like, I can see one of these days Shane doing a fucking docuseries with Laura Lee, honestly. Oh my God. But a lot of people have said on Twitter mostly, because that's like my main source of where I see a lot of people like doing certain shit, talking about certain shit, that they feel that Shane as a white person, Ooh. like he shouldn't be the bearer of like giving these other white problematic people redemption arcs because it's like if somebody did something racist they can do that on their own they don't need a sob story behind them to come back and have people like them so it's like you see how we were talking about the jake paul one where it's like we were kind of dissecting shane's uh series how he kind of builds up the suspense because he's a storyteller and he gives you like this fucking like creepy intro of like ooh, look at how deep and like crazy this person is this is all the crazy shit they've done look at all these jump cuts that i'm gonna add that have no and real like context outside of this editing oh, sorry <laughs> i just threw my toy sorry <laughs> but like he gives them like this like this dark backstory and then like oh we're gonna talk to them and then oh now they have a sob story and then this like i know he's like person. a film like a horror film fanatic like i know yeah. he likes that sort of way of telling a story right like suspense horror so i see those influences in his um in his docuseries for sure but now that you're saying that that's really interesting yeah because it's like it's like i would like okay so when jeffrey star first apologized as a person of color as someone who is afro-latino like i take what jeffrey star says like in his past and he shouldn't have said the shit that he said even if it was like dark comedy but then it's also the thing that like there's always that other side of like that that kind of Sorry. like <laughs> that's my drink <laughs> but that era of dark comedy and shit was a thing back in the early 2000s that nobody really like was like hyper like offended by and then now where we kind of put all of those things that people have done into context that like oh you were a shitty person you said all these things that you need to apologize for yes jeffrey went to his platform and apologized for all of it knew that he was being a shitty person knew that he was being disrespectful um also said things shitty things about black like a black youtuber that's also in the makeup industry and all that shit makeup by shayla and all that stuff and kind of like try to redeem himself from that and my thing is there's a big difference between like this culture that like 
people redeem themselves and it's like you want to see people grow and not be ignorant but then you also shame them for being ignorant and don't want to see them come back from that if you like you get what i'm saying yeah no i mean okay so for me but i don't feel the point is i don't feel like it's shane's job to redeem white people who are problematic listen by all means everyone who feels that way has the um right to to feel that way i don't disagree (laughs) like with it's hard because i always come from a very neutral standpoint Mm -hmm. and there are things that i obviously feel very passionate about but with things that are sensitive to maybe group of people that I'm not inclusive of, I always feel like I have to be neutral and just kind of like validate and then step back because mm-hmm. it's not my place to feel heard, hurt mm-hmm. um, for something that's not directly hurting me mm-hmm. because it's just like I can be empathetic, but I know where my privilege stands by being, for example, of fair-skinned Latina, mm-hmm. right? So, in terms of the Jeffree Star thing and everything like that, like, it is wrong for him to be calling people, you know, rats and gorillas if they're a person of color. If they're black, you shouldn't be doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms... I mean, I'm not against what you're saying at all. I agree. I don't think it's... Sh- now that you're putting... I mean, I've never thought this before. This is something new that you're bringing to me. Mm-hmm. I don't think it it should be Shane's job to kind of create this redemption arc for someone who's been offensive to people of color. But I'm not against the idea. I know he farted again. It's those treats. (laughs) But I'm not against the idea of redeeming, of being redeemed as a person. That's what I'm saying. It's like, um, I'm just criticizing Jesus, it. <laughs> I'm just criticizing it in that light because right. when someone brought it up, right. I was like, "Oh shit!" Like you're right. It's, it seems like because Shane has this nice guy attitude that he feels like with these things he wants to like bring to light the 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 happy glory stories of like these people who've been through things that are white that are problematic who've had these like drama filled things like even James Charles and all that stuff like he's had things like. His, but then, I, but you know what that makes me think. What. So the YouTube community is like super saturated. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are drama channels that call out YouTubers of color because not everyone is like, you know, PG-13. And there's obviously everyone's going to have like drama and controversy. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking who in Shane's circle of friends is a person of color? Yeah, that's very true. So it's like, can he really redeem someone of color if that's not who he surrounds himself with? And I'm not saying that that's done on purpose, but, mm-hmm. you know, we don't have a lot of white friends. Yeah. Just something to think about. Mm-hmm. It is. Ew! My yo. Take your, take your sneezing and your allergies and all that. <laughs> Everybody gets my sick. House. But that's what I'm saying. It's like, and then to kind of segue into that, it's the thing of, like, we have this culture online where somebody does something wrong and you call them out on it and when they try to kind of build themselves back up and 
and take responsibility for their actions and inform themselves and not be ignorant and kind of they and they apologize and it's a genuine apology because I feel like as adults we can tell when someone's being disingenuous. You can watch Laura Lee's fucking apology video and see her where that's where that her second video and see where those are very disingenuous playing the victim type of things. And then personally, this is just me personally. You do not have to, nobody has to agree with me on this. When I watch Jeffree Star's apology the first apology he did about like all his nasty things that he said and, and done i feel that that's a genuine apology when i watch shane dawson apologize for like doing the shenay like what was what was the sh- what was what was yeah, that like thing that. and doing blackface and all this stuff those were genuine apologies he's never made himself out to be the they ne- when you someone apologizes and they don't make themselves the victim and they don't use manipulative like body language or or uh language like just language and general i feel like they honestly want you to know that they're growing and changing but i feel like when people grow and change in the social in like the social climate that we're in yeah they people don't allow for that to happen it's like they want to shame that person and don't allow they like don't exist anymore yeah and you can't do that no you can't because if you want to criticize people like that how about we take pers- like our personal growth criticize yourself yeah grow yourself that's why I think I've talked about this before when I was younger even in high school in high school like not that for me it's like what 10 years ago but that's not that long ago I was homophobic I used to say the most homophobic shit because I was raised a Christian and if I wasn't allowed to grow to, into the person I am today I would still be shamed for that I would still be shaming myself my friends I wouldn't have the friends that I have yeah. like I'm queer like I'm a non-binary queer person mm-hmm. and I was homophobic I grew because I grew out of my ignorance right. out of my circumstance you have to allow people to grow and learn from their mistakes there's a difference between seeing someone create a, a redemption arc on mm-hmm. social media that is see-through as disingenuine because we are creatures of human emotions so we can see that and we can interpret that, right? Like the Laura Lee video, the second one, I saw right through that. It seems like a fucking PR stunt again. And I'm just like, honey, get a new PR team because clearly they're not prepping you correctly. If you really want us to believe that you've changed, change. It shouldn't be orchestrated. It, it shouldn't be orchestrated. And you should come on camera and truly just say, I'm sorry. Like, okay, Tana Manju, she did some fucked up shit with the Mac Miller dying and stuff. But she came on camera, did a 30-minute video of her repeatedly apologizing for seeing, for, for seeing now, after the backlash, how it was misconstrued. Wait, what did she do? Oh, my God. I don't even want to get into it because we have, like, a 46-minute episode already. <laughs> but basically, I believe that she's learning and she's changing. She's like, yo, I'm 20 years old. Um, this is not the last time I'm going to fuck up because mm-hmm. I'm a child and I'm going to continue to fuck up. She's 20. That's not really a child. I know. But you're still But when really you think young. about when you're 20, you're still developing. You're still developing. So she's like, I know I'm going to fuck up and I'm sorry. And I'm sorry for fucking up in this instance. And I'm not saying I'm not going to do it again because I will probably fuck up again. Mm-hmm. To me, that was a genuine apology of her processing her thoughts, doing it on camera, and just saying, like, I'm. these are things I'm contemplating with. I'm arguing with myself. I'm really trying to find a constructive way of dealing with this thing that I did that's not nice and it's not okay because I don't want to hurt people. I believe that that 
is how she was feeling, therefore it's authentic. Mm-hmm. Laura Lee's video, the second video, not the first one with her fucking fake crying, the second video is like a four minute long video of her piping through points. It's like an outline, like here's on the screen the things that I did say, the rest is fake, I'm sorry. And now let's talk about the people who, even throughout this whole thing, still loved me and still appreciated me and still respected me. And how me I'm and st- doing this and, and I'm doing and I'm being I'm, kind. And, and I, I've been doing this and I've been working with these people. Okay, bye guys. It's like, no, slow down. Take a minute. Process things on camera. Let us see the humanity in you. So that we can therefore empathize with you. You cannot, as a human being, empathize with something that's not something A, you can relate to, and B, well, not necessarily. You don't you know what I mean? Like, that's, that's in context. Mm-hmm. But you wanna see humanity in the person that's saying that they're sorry. And so, in that, in that specific case, that's why it still looks disingenuine. Mm-hmm. Right? So, um, I totally forgot my train of thought after, like, what the point was. But basically, people can change. You just have to be able to to mean it and let people see that. And this canceled culture is a bunch of fucking people who do fucked up shit in their own life that nobody else has to see because they're not on social media mm-hmm. with f- five million people watching them. And their them. friends probably just forgive them for the fucked up shit that they do and they don't, have, they don't need it. a redemption and arc. And tweet... Laura Lee is canceled. Jeffree Star is canceled. Hanamangu is canceled. Oh my God, we canceled everybody who did something. We would all up. die. We wouldn't have friends. We would we wouldn't all have family. Be, we're all You fucked. still fucking talk to your family that right. says fucked up shit, right? Exactly. But you will, if you know that like they are able to grow and you're able to grow, then so we don't can need, everybody else. It's just, it's just they're in a different light because they're on social media. Their lives are on social media. It's right. going to follow them for the rest of their fucking lives. It doesn't have, your shitty behavior isn't going to follow you for the rest of your life unless somebody's hanging that over your neck. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're doing to people on social media yeah. and it's like if you are a smart person and can read body language and you know when someone's being genuine or disingenuous base it off of that also I think that's so important that you said that because a lot of and I think James Charles and Tati were talking about it in their video together the beauty community right this is like a whole rah rah but as consumers you have a choice to support who you want to support mm-hmm. and buy what you want to buy. So it's okay for you to be mad at these beauty influencers who aren't disclosing their advertisements, their advertisements and their sponsorships. And, and thanks, Mayo. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Um, so you can do all that. You can be mad at them. But sh- you, should, you should show it by not buying yeah. collapse otherwise why do you have to keep on by, by not watching them yeah. right you know denounce that in their pockets but don't go on twitter and be like you stupid bitch you're canceled okay and you tweeting that is not gonna make them any less rich <laughs> like if you really want to not support them don't buy their content don't watch their videos don't follow them online you don't have to sit here and like type in their fucking URL and go on their page and let them know they're canceled. Like, yeah, like, okay. What's the point? What did you achieve? What did you achieve by that? 
they're clearly not because they're still going to make content and, if they and feel like people are watching. And a lot of those same people already have heard it a million times and know what they need to do to change. You leaving a shitty comment isn't doing anything to further or hinder w- their growth. Exactly. It just shows them that people are not going to allow them to grow exactly. because they're just mad. And I think that the more we push people away from um, proving that they've changed the more likely people will become to not want to change. Mm-hmm. Because then when you create is a, a stigma of like, not a stigma, excuse me, a, like a scheme, a scheme, a schema, a schema. I'm thinking of a psychology word, but like I'm so fucked right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you're creating a thought process that, okay, well, if I do bad, I'm going to get, called out for it and if I do good I'm still gonna get called out for it so why should I even do good I'll just do bad and Mm -hmm. people aren't gonna change and people aren't gonna learn how to reflect analyze process their own actions and then move on from them Mm -hmm. and and say hmm maybe not gonna do that again see this whole thing with Laura Lee I think could have gone so much better if she had maybe people around her who weren't going to gain something out of her success. Mm -hmm. Because when I think of someone with her um, sort of fame and, and money and income, you have a whole team around you who are relying on your paycheck to make sure that they get theirs. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, you, you should say this and you should post that and you should do this. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Um, because then it'll get views and this will blow over. And da-da-da. No, honey, if you really cared about your, f- your fans or your subscribers, sit down in front of the camera and just fucking talk. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing. People don't realize that a lot of YouTubers who, let's say, weren't around in, like, the early 2000s and maybe started, like, in 2007. No, 2010, I want to say. Who started, like, in the 2010 and up era. They have seen others before them gain monetary value in their content. Mm -hmm. So there's almost, like, an ulterior motive Whereas there are other content creators who genuinely love to produce content and they're just happy to have the luxury to be able to have this be their job and now they can get paid for it. But there are people now especially who are specifically posting in order to (laughs) make money. What? But you said specifically. Did I say specifically? You said specifically. (laughs) It's just like specifically sorry (laughs) to um, make money yeah and so that's when you get people who eventually just like you need to get boring you you have to have a team around you when you have you're doing anything who are able to criticize you yeah and it's not all about the paycheck at the end of the day Mm -hmm. like they're going to make sure that you don't say anything stupid that you don't do anything stupid and if you do they're not gonna just like feed you bullshit so you can just kind of redeem yourself and not actually grow from your mistakes 
Yeah. And that, that's not only in that, just in general. Like, you need to have a support system and friends that help you grow as a person, not just fucking let you slide and be a shitty person. Mm-hmm. And that's why a lot of the culture today is like, call out your shitty friends for being rapists, abusers, mm-hmm. anything like that. Because if you keep people around that and defend people who are like that, there's going to be shitty people and you're a shitty person by default for defending oh, yeah, for them. Sure. Like, there are people even... <laughs> There are people even that we went to high school with Mm -hmm. that I'm like, oh, so you're trying to become an influencer. Mm -hmm. That's cool. (laughs) But, like, what do you have to offer to anybody but the way you look? And that's it. (laughs) Honestly. Like, that's just being very blunt about it. Like, I could sit here and and make a platform off of my art, but I'm offering something to people. I'm offering a service. I'm offering like what I do to make people happy if your whole fucking social media feed is just you and the way you look <laughs> and that being your fucking what is it like your, your niche is that the word your niche yeah yeah is literally just the way you look in a fucking certain <sighs> outfit <laughs> I I'm also really tired of this idea that <laughs> I'm going to sound like such a hater, but this, (laughs) see, this is really hard for me. And I think that this is why I wanted to start doing this is because I have a lot of opinions, but I've never been someone to just like outwardly post them because Mm -hmm. I've just never felt a need to be validated in that way. But But you know what really grinds my gears? But you know what really grinds my gears is this idea that like, Oh my god, look at this thing that I did. Look at this accomplishment and look how fucking hot I look. And it's just like just post your shit and go. What? <laughs> it's like wait, hold on. What? That isn't why does it have to be like okay, I get it. We all do great things in our life. But I would hope that the people that grew up in our age Right, like in our generation, mm-hmm. wouldn't need to post it in order for it to feel like a success. Yeah, and also equating your success with you having to be attractive for it to matter. I don't even like. I don't even know what that is. What's attractive? Like that's what I'm saying. I don't know her. It's like if I was to, to bet my, like, make I my entire artistic she? career just based off of look at me with this paintbrush up my ass, like. <laughs> it's it's promote like this is the thing it's perpetuating the idea of sex sells and sex and sexualizing everything about your career for it to matter shouldn't matter yeah like that's why i said okay and and go your accomplishment should matter regardless right exactly and it should matter because you matter to mm -hmm. yourself right so and this is gonna sound like i don't know i don't want i really it's because i don't even care that much like, low-key, high-key, I could care less. Like, people could do whatever the fuck they want. But for me, it's just, like, I don't do things in order to be validated when I post about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't sit here and get a degree or get a job or, you know, write this article or post this thing in order to make myself feel better. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've seen it so much, even in people like who have personally like tried to insult me Mm -hmm. just like because of like petty stuff and be like, 
oh well you don't even have this many followers it's like bro why do you think i care about that stuff like what gives you the impression that i have ever needed or asked for validation Mm -hmm. in that way like, the, I know what you're talking you about. You know what so, I'm talking about. Because the same fucking people were like, oh, let me just like this picture so you have an extra like because you only got 17 likes on your selfie. But I don't give a shit. I posted yeah. the selfie and left because all I cared about was just posting it. I felt good. Yeah. I, po- I didn't post it for the likes. You post your shit for the likes because you're fucking insecure and you need that exactly. validation. I post my accomplishments because I feel good about them and I mm-hmm. want them out in the universe because yeah. I feel happy about them. But I'm not sitting here asking for like X, Y, and Z to fucking like, like my post about it so I could feel like it's more of accomplishment. Like, just post your shit. And go. Oh, my God. And this could go into a whole other thing. But we won't save that for the next time. Oh, really? I was ready. Because we already hit in an hour. <laughs> you know what? Let's, let's, you know what? I'm just going to finish this last statement mm-hmm. because I think it is really interesting. But um, there's also people who, like, assume that their niche is, like, this new creative wave of things. And I'm like, fuck. Like, I know I'm going to sound elitist as shit. And honestly... So be it, because I have the time and the background and the fucking, fucking degree mm-hmm. <laughs> to say this shit. So fuck you. Um, mm-hmm. But you creating something in order to maintain an aesthetic of what you think is cool is not cool. And it's really fucking lame. And I've never sounded like more of like a high school student in my life, but you look like a fucking poser. Mm -hmm. Like, like actually. Like if something is true to you and what you do, it shouldn't have to be an aesthetic. Exactly. That's just you. It's just you. And I, God. I feel like we could go more into it in a whole nother episode because there's so much to talk about. It's just Like, stay tuned for the next episode when we talk about how aesthetic is such an overplayed fucking word that people don't even have personalities anymore because oh my God. everything is an aesthetic like everything about them is just an article on them yeah. instead of it being something they are made up of exactly. and it's very annoying and insulting to people who are actually like that's, that's their personality and right. that's who they are right and it's just like <sighs> <laughs> you calling yourself an artist and that can be from any medium. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make you an artist. Yeah. If you are something, you shouldn't have to say you are. If you're cool, you don't say that you're cool. Mm-hmm. You just are. And I think that it's like really sad that I see people my age desperately, or even older, desperately trying to hold on, on like trying to hold on to something to seem cool. Like, it's not high school anymore. Nobody's watching you to fucking be impressed. No one really cares about your tags or your captions. You're not even that fucking funny. You're not even that fucking funny. Okay, well then. If we made you laugh, if we made you think, if we made you say, hmm, they got a point. Just fucking, just just fucking dab on them haters. No. 
Shut up. <laughs> it's it's ironic. But honestly, yeah. I think next episode. <laughs> but honestly, <laughs> next episode we can go more in depth on like trends and aesthetics and why. Oh hell yeah! And I definitely yeah. I think we're gonna do another poll because I'm not a. Is it a poll? Yeah, those are polls. I think. Or they're like just to ask the questions. Oh, yeah. I really want to hear uh, what people want us to talk about because I feel like. It's not just about us and what we think. I really want this to be a platform where everyone gets a chance to be heard. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we'll have a guest soon. Maybe. Yeah. We'll see. Like my birthday or something. Yeah. Everybody come and have me bringing me on October morning. It's going to be my birthday. And going I'm going to Comic-Con, be, bitches. I'm going to Comic-Con. And I'm going to be 24. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. Right. Bye. <laughs>